Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Society Talks. This episode was hosted by myself, Jocelyn and Bean, and we had special guest, Las Vegas' very own, JR and Sam from the Black and Tan Show on to basically have a genders war podcast, but it kind of ended up just being a really great discussion. So we hope you enjoy. Okay, today on the podcast, we have special guests, Black and Tan, Sam and JR. Go ahead and introduce your guys' selves. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Samuel Grayson Smith, Black of the Black and Tan Show. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I am JR, aka Tan of the Black and Tan Show. Oh, I love it. Okay, so we're just going to get right into it and do some gender war discussions. So the first thing we're going to get into is communication styles. So we, females, oh, and yeah, I forgot to say, also have Jocelyn. Wow. Wow. What a host. We're a part of the host where I should have to introduce them, but it's like it's a little different every time. So Jocelyn... Uh, she hits that shit. And <laughs> Allison. Allison, a.k.a. Bean. Bye. Mostly Bean. <laughs> we want to know how you guys view female commu- communication styles versus male communication styles. Mm. Hmm. Do you guys need a minute to ponder? Well, well, for the, for the listeners, he's ready to go. You see that? Oh my God, ready <laughs> to go. Hold on, hold up. Is is there like a? Do you have like a list of like a preferred set or preferred style or like a list style of communications? Like yeah, what, yeah, what type of communication we're talking communications about? General, like <clears throat> how you think women communicate versus how men communicate? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Oof. Oof. And I know you guys have both been in long-term relationships, so you guys have opinions about this. We're not trying to offend. We're not trying to uh, Listen, discriminate. We're not trying to... I'm not filtering. I am not filtering. No filter, not unedited, raw, no uncut. Uncut, uncut, and raw. JR and Sam are nice men. Don't get offended by their opinion. Oh. We're going to have an open, honest discussion. Yeah. Let's say, Phyllis. Go ahead and just say what you got to say. So I will, I will, I will, well, if Jay, I'm going to give you the floor. You got five seconds. If you're going to go, if not, I'm going. You know what? You can go ahead and start. The floor is yours, sir. Bang. I do believe men and women communicate differently. And I will say it's probably because of, well, in general, most women are more emotional than men and men can be less reactive and women are more reactive. So when it comes to communicating based on whether it's an argument, whether it's just simple communication about maybe instruction or something that's gonna take place that evening or the next day, I feel men are more simplistic. Their thoughts are more concise and very direct. And women are like, you know, it's kind of like, it's like painting a picture. It's this, you know, elaborate, beautiful story that has to be told before we get to the bottom of it. So. You know, I think women 
would like to think they're more effective communicators, but I think men are better communicators than women. Damn. Ooh, Damn. Just, just God. Damn. Uh, I would agree to a certain extent that I feel like when you when men talk to each other, it's very concise, very kind of one sentence, and everybody is on the same page. When it comes to talking to women or women talking to you, uh, I do think that there are more that's involved in that conversation. There are things that um, are kind of preconceived of you should already know when some when a woman is talking to you. So I do see that, but. On the flip side of that, I think men listening to women is a problem. That we have issues. <laughs> we have that issues problem. understanding. Okay. We, have, we have issues understanding what it is that you're trying to tell us. Yeah. That it's not totally on the woman who's trying to explain things. It's also the man, whether he's paying attention, if he understands, if he's even interested in what you're talking about, yeah. that is a problem. So. You know, I'm not trying to flip flop do beast both sides, but you got to put nah, both I'm sides in order for it to work. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. That's real talk. Yes. That's real talk. That's real talk. I agree um, with that. I agree with both parties, both, both people. I see where it's coming from, and I see where Sam's coming from because I think women, they tend to like, it'll just be something simple but you overthink stuff and you're like oh wait um when it's like just say there was no apples instead of i went here and then i went here and then i did this like bitch just say there's no apples or just get to the simple you're overthinking it just get to the point and that's where i think but i don't agree that men because men aren't really men i know some good communicators with men and then I know for like horrible communicators but then I also know horrible communicator like people that are women and then also that are very good communicators so like I do get person person. yeah and then men they don't listen I, yeah, they don't listen I do agree we don't yeah, they we don't. don't and they might be better at getting things across but they don't listen and that's why it seems probably girls probably do communicate the way they do because they know. That's the thing. And people think communication is about the things being said. Communication is also interpretation and understanding people. True. So if you're not listening to understand, when I think, like to Sam's point, like women give this long drawn out explanation it's because they're wanting you to understand them so if you as a man don't sit there and listen and then try to understand what she's saying then yeah it's gonna feel like okay just get to the point but like she's telling you all these things because in her mind they matter so yeah yeah i don't know i just i don't really think men are not good communicators or women aren't good communicators i just think it's like how you've addressed issues in your past. So like, mm -hmm. if you've been a communicator, like obviously you're gonna be good at it, but if you haven't grown up with communicating like that, then obviously yeah. you're not gonna be that good with it. Yeah, agreed. And then also I would have to disagree with the whole women's responses are more emotional because yeah, personally, I, I think it's a person, but they're like, just there's emotional people and there's people who are less emotional and yeah. um, I've, and it's, I don't think that's like a gender thing. Like I, I could see it being more 
common in women though yeah do you feel mm-hmm. that nowadays men are more emotional when it comes to conversation verbalizing things than in the past i think men have always been emotional like but it's just women were taught to talk about our emotions and talk through our emotions whereas men you're you're not really allowed to have emotions other than being happy and angry so when you are sad it's a little bit harder to communicate through that because you're just used to dealing with it on your own because if you like I could talk to Jocelyn or Bean and be like oh I feel really sad about this and they're not going to be like oh don't be a bitch or whatever you know (laughs) <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I'm just kidding okay. <laughs> I don't think all men are like this I think there's yeah. especially now I think a lot oh, of men yeah. are more like understanding of like it's life like people should be able to talk to their friends like really yeah. close friends could talk but I think in like common big like men's social circles from from the men I know it's like you get kind of clowned if you're emotional yeah mm. that's true I want to retract my previous statement. That's going to happen only, a lot this episode. Only, <laughs> only because that's not how, like, you guys all made very, very good points. And and I do. I, I think you guys are very correct. I think you guys are correct from this standpoint of it is an individualistic, I guess, conversation, right? I guess we can't we shouldn't generalize whether women or men are more effective or less effective at communicating because the points you make are very valid and they are true. So I want to retract my previous statement saying that men are better communicators because to Jocelyn and Bean's point, that is very true. Men and women on both sides are effective and less effective. So I'm taking that back. I'm putting it on the record, folks. Men are not better communicators and women are not better communicators we are probably we we respect you acknowledging the correct party so (laughs) (laughs) we we love a change of opinion (laughs) (laughs) just totally alienated dc let me finish i didn't get to finish but to all of your points you guys are all correct yes i i do i share the same sentiment well, I can speak from personal experience is when I was in my long-term relationships, I was the worst when it came to talking, especially when we would get into a fight. I would just close down, shut down, really don't have anything to say. And that would make the situation even worse because she's trying to explain things, fix things, make things work, but I wasn't giving her anything. So uh, I feel like now where, I, where I'm at in my life that I'm a lot more emotional, a lot more communicative, but that took time. So I feel like, again, like everybody else's point, it all just depends on the person, where you're at in life, what experiences you've gone through. Uh, that's what kind of shapes your communication skills. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, I do believe that genuinely it's harder for men to communicate their feelings than it is for women. Yes. And. And the whole concise thing, I do agree with. I do think men are more concise when they do understand themselves. But sometimes being concise is not efficient. That too, yeah. I can't even say all men do because I feel like I have problems with... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what we're saying. It's like gender, it's person by person. Mm 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But overall, I do think men are more concise and women are more like they give longer explanations. Yes. Yeah. But that's also because they're more familiar with like talking about things. Mm-hmm. Whereas men, they're like, I, I said this, like you should get what I'm saying. Like, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about, uh, but can we talk about communication since we're, we're on that topic? That feeling as a man, when you get that text message from your uh, partner, your your friend, whatever the case may be, when you get that, okay. Okay. <laughs> when you get that, okay. Oh my God. No wonder why we shut down. That That's like the scariest thing. Yeah. If somebody pays me, I'm not responding. Yeah, I haven't been paid yeah. in a minute. I Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> so, so guys, guys respond. Well, your your relationships, your previous relationships, your male partners responded with K. I don't even know if I've ever really sent a K. Yeah. I've sent a K. Like, like, what are you talking like in a good. in a aggressive conversation? You've been like K, like just K, or are you talking like? <laughs> Your mom's like, um, run out these things. I'm tired of this K or something like that. Like I, I don't know, but I've been K before. But it was a to- it, it's a toxic. If it's back when I was yeah. probably younger, and mm. K is disrespectful because that's damn near at that point. King me back in the day was basically you're calling me out my name and then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, what is okay? Calling me out my name. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to go that far. Yeah. I don't want to just take it as, okay, well, they ain't ready to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but we ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when I think about it, I haven't been K'd, but I've been like, okay, like, all right, like, short response. And I think that's the male coping mechanism to where, like, I feel like I said everything. Say I don't want to keep talking about this, and I think me personally, I won't speak for all women, but me personally, I like to make sure what I'm saying is being understood. And if you're just saying okay, I'm not getting like it doesn't feel like you're hearing what I'm saying. Like I need to yeah. need you to repeat back to me. Like I understand why this that 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 mm-hmm. would be a me, me issue. I don't know if if I'm owed that, but yeah, I definitely to be effective. I feel like to come to an understanding, you have to say more than just. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you men Cade k- girls in your past or to current? Mm. Oh, you guys. I, are I'm a talker. Girls. No, no, I'm just a talker. I mean, and Jay knows, and and DC know. Like, I'm a talker. Like, I prefer. I prefer long-winded conversations. And to DC's point this time, and I'm giving her credit because I am listening to you. And this was your statement you made, so I'm piggybacking off of that. But it's so that you understand. So I like to be long-winded in conversations so that you understand what it is that I'm saying so that I'm trying to be intentful, right? So that you don't have to follow up like, well, I'm not sure what this dude's talking about or you don't have to ask me, well, what do you mean by that? So I'll just straight away give you like the entire whole five-minute spiel. And at the end of it, hopefully you will have understood what it was that I was trying to say. So that's why I prefer, I'm a communicator. I like to talk, I like to explain. I'll do it all in one go. So if you ask me, for instance, did you read that book? 
let's say whatever topic. I'm like, yeah, the book so-and-so was good. This is my point, 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 point. This is what I thought about the characters. And this is that, 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 that. They'd be like, dang, this dude talked a lot. But I didn't wait for you to ask me any questions. So I kind of like assumed the questions that you would ask me. And I just gave it all to you right there. So I kind of like do that in just general conversation just because I feel there, you know, I want to make sure that I'm coming across what I mean to say is what I, I say and I say what I mean. So that's why I like to communicate and be long-winded. That makes sense. Dang, our Zoom call ended. But so to, to that point, Sam, then you're not concise. I mean, I can be. Yeah. Okay. But in general. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I can, but you know, I, I, and I also too, like, I don't like the back and forth texting that like pisses me off. Like, I hate it. Like that back and forth text conversation is like ten minutes long. It's like, why does it have to be this long back and forth? Why don't you just say what it is you got to say, get it all out, and be done? Like this. Well, not, but what's the, what's the context about that? Get to though? a certain age. No, like even I feel like I'm getting like that, where it's kind of te- like that's a lot. Like I don't right get to what you need to say and wrap, let's wrap it up. Like, <laughs> well, to me, if you're going back and forth over text, that's when you need to pick up the phone and have a conversation. Like, yeah. But how many of us is doing that though? I'm doing that because I don't want things to be misconstrued over text. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the time to pick up the phone. I don't want to get. I don't want to get lost in translation. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Because things can uh, be like, uh, misconstrued yeah. through text. You don't know what the other person's emotion is. Right. Right. You know all the emojis and and you know exclamations that don't cut it. I need to hear that tone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to hear what your voice is sounding like. Hey. Yeah. What the hell? Because you could take one text as disrespect and it wasn't even like that. And you oh, just... trust me. That's happened yeah. multiple times with me. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe you just got to be more concise and, and clear on what you're trying to say, man. You got to be so, more intentful. Says the one who isn't it concise. Be right anyway, though. I'm intentful, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm very intentful. I ain't, you ain't going to be guessing what I'm trying to say. You're going to know. You're going to know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. No, see, the problem is, is that you start saying stuff and you confuse everybody who's in, in, in the room. You know what I mean? Nah, ain't nobody confused when I'm talking. Ain't Sorry, mean. ladies. Oh, okay. Another question for Black and Tan. Do you guys believe that men and women can truly be Equal. No. Okay. Not physically, no. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? Not physically. Oh. I'll give you a scientific explanation. It's not gender bias, it's truth and fact. <laughs> I'm not on this male pessimistic, I'm not going to go there. I'll give you scientific fact. Physically, no, we can't be equal. But in every other aspect, yes. That's true. That is true. Women have babies. Men don't have babies. No, like, so simple we, as that. Like we, we are dramatically God Well, we let the men think just because they are strong that they're more yeah, powerful. Yeah. Whoa. Powerful okay. Women, it's okay. 
Damn. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have the decision to decide if we want to reproduce with you or not. So that is true. That's very powerful. That is powerful. It is very <laughs> powerful. I didn't say that women were less powerful than men. I, I didn't say that. I said physically we are different. Everything else, yes. it could be equal across the board. But physically, no. There is no equality there. Would you guys even want to be equal, like emotionally, though? Like, Okay, well, so when the question was posed, mm-hmm. yes, there we go, Jay, clean it up. I said no, I don't think clean that we can be equal, and here's why. Clean it up. There we go, clean it up. I think there is enough move. <laughs> clean that shit up. Can there I... we go. Okay, cool. Go ahead, man, clean it up. I think there is enough. There's not enough. There's things that are happening in this world that we are starting to recognize that women are underappreciated that there are things that are happening now that are starting to benefit women that men have already been seeing the benefit of so when I say that I don't think that there can be equality is because I think there's going to be a shift where men used to be the top that the women now are going to be the top because there's enough movement there that things are going to catapult them into a better light so that's why i think and i will say that there shouldn't be equality between men and women because i think that women have been oppressed for so long that they don't deserve to be equal they should they deserve to be more because of how long it's gone without that that's my perspective at least well shit i don't (laughs) yeah yeah that was that was good. Yeah, that's a good point. He cleaned that shit up. And when you say I women are going to be at the top, do you think like politically, like holding higher roles? I do believe that. I mean, we already have a vice president, but the shitty thing about it is that people still find ways to denounce the fact that Kamala Harris is a vice president. Like we've never had a female vice president ever in our history, but people will still shit on that, which is unfortunate. Um, but of course, everyone's political views are their own. You have your different aspects as to what is right, what is wrong. But if we just take it for face value, like that's huge. That is huge. We almost even had a female president for, at one point. Like right. that is amazing of the shift of how our ideology. Thank you. That uh, that kind of thing can actually happen. So. Um, yeah, I definitely think that there's going to be higher ranking positions for women, uh, more uh, places where you can have your voice, do bigger things without having to be in the shadow of a man, because that is what's the unfortunate part of everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's good, mm-hmm. JR. I like that. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go back to the... Um... And, like, men and women cannot be equal because of, like, I I feel like maybe it's potentially more than just the physical things. Like, I do think men and women are a little bit, like, 
wired differently with their like mentals. I mean, obviously like men have more testosterone and women have more estrogen. Tend to be a more emotional and sensitive. You know. Does anybody have thoughts on that? Nope. I'm I'm gonna leave it right where Jay left it. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying, Daniel. Yeah. He made he made a great point and I will not say anything that will undermine his point because <laughs> I agree with his his statement. Yeah. I mean I guess you you have a point there too is that there are certain jobs positions things that men do better and that women mm-mm, do better. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Don't you don't think so? so? Don't undermine your statement, brother. You said it perfect the first time. Damn. You said it perfect the well, first time, brother. It's like yes and no. I feel like it's unfortunate, like in the medical field, it doesn't matter your gender. You're either good at it or you're not. It has nothing to do with your gender. But like the men are going to be paid more. And then certain things like maybe construction. Men will probably, one, pick that job, and two, I want to say be better at it, but it doesn't mean that a female couldn't enter that field and be as good at it, right. if not better, yeah. than a man. But overall, like, that might be more of, like, a man's field. So I do agree with that, in a sense. I don't really. I think any woman could do the same job as a man and better. Like, because if I really, like, wanted to be, like, a contractor, per se, like, I feel like I would be able to do the same shit a man would be able to do, but I wouldn't go want to go into that profession based solely on just having to work around all men. Like, that's yeah. just scary as a female. Yeah, that's true. That We could talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like, the differences of, like, like, maybe some of the female privileges versus the male privilege like male privilege being able to go to a bar or walk at night by themselves and feel like okay yeah like women can't do that do you guys think women have anything that's like oh guys can't do this there's a lot of things actually i could think of for women Mm. like getting into a club for free getting drinks (laughs) (laughs) free meals Yes, yes, but men could do yeah. that too. They can, but it's like which happens more often. They could get a little dummy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Jossie J, what's up, girl? Damn. <laughs> yeah, I just called him King of Dumb. What was your initial question? That word. Maybe another word. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Jared? I would say that, yes, there are, obviously there are privileges between women and men. And I, I, I don't know. I think like men, being a man, the privilege that we have as far as, let's take safety, for example. Like a man can just go pretty much anywhere and know that he's going to be okay. For the most part. Obviously, that's not the case for everything. Uh, So that's one of the unfortunate things of being a female is that there are places that you feel that you cannot go by yourself. That you need other people there just to be safe. Um, 
And I think that that is kind of part of that unfortunate gray area of things too, is that there will always kind of be that, mm-hmm. um, that I don't really know what the solution is for that or if things would change over time. You know what? I think I have, I have an opinion on this, but what don't I have an opinion on? Do you have anything, Allison? No, I think it's like, and I know some men hate to hear this, but it's like the toxic masculinity thing. Like we teach our young men to not be emotional, to be hyper-masculine, to get females, to play men, not to have emotions, not to talk about their emotions. Like they're allowed to express anger. They're supposed to make money and they're supposed to be strong and maybe be good at sports. And if you don't have like one of those things, then you're less than, and then you feel the need to assert your dominance. So then how do a lot of men do that? It's by taking advantage of women people who were made to feel less masculine, like maybe in their upbringing. And JR, you look very like, I don't I, know. I, I, I didn't know we're going to go that. <laughs> we're going to go that way. Okay. I'm here for it though. That's that's what I think it is though, because he's like, what's going to make that change? And I think it's just allowing men to know that they they're men, if even if they're not emotional or making a lot of money, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, got you. I could cut that out though. If that's too dark. No, no, no. <laughs> you can leave it there. I just think the problem with that. I mean, nothing. Your your ideal is not something that's not the problem. Like what you're saying, you're the ideal of having that mentality is not the problem. It's society is the problem as it's contradictory, right? You have half of the time you're growing up, you're taught to be a man. You know, you have the hyper-masculinity. You have the, this is my role as a man to be the dominator, to go out and conquer. And then, but you also have the other side, you know, and along with that, the side that's saying, you're not supposed to cry. You're not to show weakness and blah, blah, blah. And all this other stuff we're taught in society is, is what a man is to be and what you're not to do, but then you don't have the other side. You don't have the side of the, whether it's a single family home or single parent home, or you have both parents at home where it's taught to you, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be emotional. Your mother is not showing you love and, and, and making you feel that as a man that you can be emotional and it's okay. And this is really what manhood is about, is about showing love and compassion and, and having those additional qualities and characteristics along with not necessarily being tough, but being, I don't even know how to really say it. Not not to make it seem like being tough is manly, but I guess having honor, I guess, or, or, or standing up for what's right. I mean, I don't how, know how else to I feel like word I this. You're, you're but, like basically being confident in your convictions. like being who you are regardless of what other people expect you to be like yeah yeah you're not gonna care like if somebody like i feel like a truly confident well-adjusted man is gonna like even if i am emotional and passionate about something most men aren't i'm gonna speak on it and i'm gonna be confident about it and not worried about what you guys think about it yes i will say that and you know it's just that we it's like oh i want to be a man because i'm tough like i gotta be tough and talk loud and be rah rah like and fight everybody and and that's not really what being a man is about it's quite the opposite and you know in society we have all these different phases for like sigma males beta males alpha males i don't even know what the hell all this is but uh 
you know, every man wants to be an alpha male, right? And like they go out with this, I'm going to conquer everyone and let everyone know that I am dominant and that's being a man. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think it's the opposite. It's the opposite of that. But what do I know? You know, I'm just an average guy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's really about love and, and, and spreading that love and, and being responsible. I think those are more appreciated qualities in a man than someone who's very aggressive and loud and has money. Yeah. But, you know, those yeah. are my perspectives. But I don't come from, you know, and I I was having a conversation with DC in the office. It wasn't on this particular topic, but, you know, your environment in which you grow up, like your community that you grow up in and your background, like all of that ties into who you become uh, as an adult, male or female. So, you know, if you come from an environment of love and you come from an environment of, you know, equality and, and showing respect for people, then more than likely you're going to exude that as an adult. If you come from a background of violence and, you know, survival of the fittest type F you, it's all about me and I'm going to get mine, then, you know, that's more yeah. weird than a trend as an adult. And that's not to say you can't make changes, but those are changes I think those individuals struggle to overcome as they adult. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. That's true. Yeah, we did go to like a whole different, yeah. but that was a good conversation. Good though, yeah. I know we kind of we did get off topic. I know just like a little bit, but hey, this is good. So whoever's listening, I don't know. Leave your responses, comments, opinions. <laughs> you disagree? I would love to hear it. And why? There you go. Leave a review on the podcast, by the way. I mean, I think it's a form of communication, right? I, I guess you can tie this. We got it. We can bring it back to communication. I mean, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point about where you, what your upbringing is. I mean, I can speak personally that I came from a family where my father is a military man. So the stern household was there. I also came from a domestically abusive family where my mother was the one who was doing the abuse. So seeing that, yeah. also gives you a different perspective of things. Usually, it, mo- more commonly, it's the other way around, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But seeing that just kind of screwed my mind up a little bit, too. Just like, I, I don't know how it is that I'm supposed to act. I don't know how I'm supposed to uh, carry myself. But a lot of the times, the example that I was seeing was that my dad was the one who was being considerate, compassionate, doing everything for my mom, whatever that he can do, regardless of it, if it made him happy or not. So that is the yeah. template that I learned from. Then that becomes the person that I am today where it's, I'm okay with being sensitive. I'm okay with being compassionate. I'm okay with uh, being in my emotions and showing that because that is what I've learned, but not a lot of people grow up that way. So it just, again, depends on how you're brought up. Yeah. And if you want to make the changes too, like you said, you saw it. So you don't, want to bring that into what you're like doing with your life and your older life so exactly because it could have the exact opposite effect where you just repeat the pattern exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh wow well, yeah, right. I know we do we do drink reviews and shit but you know we get down into the nitty gritty yeah (laughs) I was like I mean we could keep going on this but I'm gonna (laughs) shift gears a little bit 
we kind of touched on it, but have we really discussed how men express their emotions versus women? And then I want to hear from your guys' perspective, not even men in general, like personal. Yeah, both of you guys. From personal experience, and to Jay's point, you know, it, it's I didn't grow up. Well, my parents, I grew up, my mom and father, biological father divorced when I was like two. So, and then she remarried my stepfather when I was six. So I've always had both parents in the home. And so I kind of saw my father and I grew up religious as well. So I, I got to see, you know, what love looks like in a home and the communication between a man and a woman together who are in love and who share love. And so like, I kind of grew up, I guess, privileged from the aspect of having a model, right? I guess if you want to call it that, of how to communicate. Um, but as an individual, you know, as I grew up and as I, you know, got to learn things and figure things out on my own in the world, you know, through school and as I developed as a young man um, and got into relationships, those are things that you saw that were pros and cons of that relationship. But like, how do I want to communicate? How do I want people to hear me and see me and and those things and opinions and ideas you have of yourself kind of mold into your method of communication. So in my past relationships, it wasn't really about me asserting dominance or I am the male role and this is the role that I have and you're going to listen to me. It was more of like, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can so that way there is never a disconnect between the two of us and what it is that we want from each other and what our expectations are. I feel as long as we are always communicating, as long as we are on the same page, as long as most majority of the time, then we'll be able together to work out most things as long as we can communicate. So I always made communication um, an important part of my relationships because I felt like that is like the basis and foundation, right? So if we can communicate, then we shouldn't have trust issues and we shouldn't have all the other issues that arise in a relationship because we're always talking openly and honestly to each other. And I get it. Sometimes, you know, your, your significant other is not always you don't talk to them about every single thing, but the, you know, the most important aspects of the relationship, I think, is where that communication should take place is between you and your significant other. So it was never for me, it was never about asserting my dominance or authority. It was more or less in order for us to work together, in order for us to work and to progress as a couple, we need to communicate effectively. Mm -hmm. So basically, are you saying that's how, like, communication is how you work through anything you're feeling, like, emotionally? Yes, I, I have to speak. Because if I don't, I, I will. I will shut down. I'm one of the shutdown types because I'd rather shut down and not speak than to say something that I don't mean. And usually I don't. Like, I usually, like we were talking in the office, I won't respond um, if we're in a conversation or we're in an argument or whatever, like I won't respond right away because I'm trying to collect my thoughts and I don't ever want to say something that I don't mean or don't intend to say. So if, it, if I'm heated, I will kind of like just shut down, gather my thoughts. And once I have, you know, a, uh, 
a way to respond without being disrespectful and in a way that you can understand what it is that I'm trying to say. And also know that I heard you during our argument, then I will respond. But until that point, I probably won't. I will shut down. So communication okay. is, it's, it's key. Oh. Okay. Jocelyn. I'm not a yeller. I'm not a cusser. I don't call her out her name and you be none of that. I don't raise my voice. Oh, I raise my voice, but the actual yelling and I'm not that guy. I'm not the yeller. I agree. I'm the same way. I don't like, um, I have to collect myself before because usually people respond right away when there's an altercation or argument, disagreement, people just instantly respond. And then it's something later on you didn't mean because you're just instantly responding off your emotions at that moment where if you collect yourself, you're like, okay, that wasn't a big deal. I kind of get what they're saying. So let me come approach them now after. I five little minutes and be more calm and to solve this situation, basically. So I get that. I feel that. Interesting. Yeah, I think as long as you just communicate from the start, like, at least you telling them word for word, like, what's going on so nothing's construed during the whole thing to mm -hmm. be, like, start an argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah, arguments are going to be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. it's bound to happen yeah, yeah. it's just the way you handle it yeah say. and probably communicating too that's what mm -hmm. I probably could work on is more like when I do need my little five minutes to communicate like yeah. there's we are on bad terms but let me just get five minutes and then we could come back and have this talk real quick but yeah do you guys feel that I don't know. Do you guys feel like in your past relationships or maybe in like your future relationships, like the expectations, like, do you guys feel that it's more important to like lay everything out on the table up front? Like your, what is the term I'm looking for? Like your non-compromise, like the things that you have to have, like is communication one of those things for you guys? Are you guys like, I have to be with somebody that can communicate now or better understanding yourselves now as you guys, you know, continue into your adult life. Is that something that you guys want to put on the table, like up front, they got to be effective communicators? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah, I think communication specifically is you could tell somebody like I need somebody to be an effective communicator and they'll be like, yeah, I am. But you don't really know that until you go through it. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, it's you're taking somebody's like, you know, word at face value, but they may say they're a communicator and then they're not and you find out they're not. And they might think they are, but, you know, um, so I, I feel like it's having patience because you, you're going to have to go through it. Like there's no way to find out if somebody's a good communicator or even a compatible co communicator with you unless you guys kind of go through it. But I, I would say, like, yeah, that's a deal breaker. Like, if the communication's not there, it's very hard to have a success. How long, how long do you think it takes for you guys to figure that out? It probably takes a minute. Because, yeah, like, in the beginning, it's like, yeah, you're not, I mean, usually everything's pretty good. You life. don't have to have yeah. too many arguments because everything's going pretty good. And then... And when there is an argument, that's when you really find out. And then also, I think some people when they have that first argument, they just, 
have you guys heard about like bringing your representative like to a first date like the person you want that person to think you are so you act all these ways like I completely disagree with that I'd rather you just come your whole self and then we can figure out right now do we like each other or do we not instead of like just trying to bring this the unexpected year down the road and I'm like oh what and the then, fuck yeah like who who are you? What are you? Like, you weren't like this yeah. a year ago. So. Uh, <laughs> that's why I think it's good to. I'm I, to your point, DC. I know you can't. You can ask these things or have these conversations up front, and people can be like, "Oh yeah, I do so and so." Like you said, bringing their representative. I mean, but at least you have something to go off of, right? So if you do down the road, you can get into these situations. You can say, well, you said you were a communicator. You said these are things that you like to do. And that way they can't be like, oh, well, I never said that. Like they can never tell you that's not something they ever told you or ever led you to believe if it was a conversation you had previously. So it's more so, I don't want to say establishing ground rules because it's not about establishing rules, but it's more of like, it's more of like you saying, hey, these are ideas or things that um, I feel are important or things that I, characteristics I would like you to have. You say you have these things. So I, this is what you go off of, basically. It's like the resume, right? Like, I won't know what kind of employee you are until you're actually working for me. I don't know what kind of partner you are until we're actually in a relationship. So you can only go off these, you know, these sets of principles, I guess, or characteristics that they, they say that they have or are willing to to display or exude so right so we got you know i think it's extremely important to address that in the beginning though because then it's like obviously if those things are certain deal breakers for you like when it gets to that point and they're not communicating well you could be like okay well i'm either out of this or try like not helping them but like help them figure out like they need to work on their communication because it's really not as good as they say it is yeah exactly and and that's my thing is i think nine out of ten people if they're asked on a first or second date are you a good communicator they're gonna say yes they're not gonna be like no i'm horrible or like some people probably will if they're self-aware enough but like at the end of the day you're trying to (laughs) win this person over if you're interested enough like you're odds are you're not going to be like, yeah, I suck at communicating. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's just something, unfortunately, you have to learn the hard way. That's and everyone's way. learning still. Like, you have your days, you know, where <laughs> you're like, damn, that was out of character, but I <laughs> I know what to do better for next time. And I know I'm improving from my past. Like, you're all we're all getting older so you're still learning and it's all just a process basically so mm-hmm. that's what the most yeah. important thing about it that too is just uh the older that we get we would hope that we'd be a little bit more honest than we were when we're in our 20s or in our teens when we're whatever um that we're always constantly learning we're we're always growing as individuals so you would hope that you take that into the next relationship that you're going into. So, and so a point that Sam was making earlier too, again, it's, you know, what you kind of grew up on, who you learn from and all of that. So, you know, for me being a product of divorce, mm-hmm. I only know from one side of things. I already know that this relationship doesn't work because communication wasn't good. So 
me and my relationships, long-term relationships, communication was terrible because I didn't know what that was. Mm -hmm. That eventually it got to a point where it was like, I developed this, uh, this thing where I couldn't deal well with confrontation because that's all I saw in the household. So anytime a fight would come up, any dispute or anything would come up in a relationship, I would just melt down immediately, mm-hmm. which wasn't helpful in the relationship because there was no communication that was there. But like Jossie was talking about, it was just the older you get, the more you learn from past experiences, the better that you get. I would feel like now where I'm at, I'd be better at communicating, being more honest with that person, being upfront with that person right away when something happens. So um, yeah, I just think that the more the time goes, the more you learn. Yeah, sometimes it's triggers too. Like you could be good and be thinking like, oh, I've grown so much and went through this and someone could trigger something and you might react on a way you didn't want to react. And then it's mm-hmm. like, damn, like I just, like I thought I was getting better, but it really is just learning and yeah. getting through your triggers, knowing what your triggers are and like healing through those too. So yeah. I agree. I think my communication really didn't start getting better until probably I lived here. Because, like, with my parents, they're not communicators, not one bit. With men, I would just be like, oh, argument? Okay, next. <laughs> like, I'm done, basically. <laughs> and, um, yeah, with, like, living with certain roommates, there are things, like, you have to address. And, yeah, I still probably am pretty bad at communicating but I guess I'm better than what I was before so yeah <laughs> making so progress, progress. We all that's all progress. that matters yeah yeah so this is a lot of talks on communication what's happening what's Sam? <laughs> my camera is like hold on it's the lighting you see you see what I'm saying it was the lighting I was trying to tell you about the lighting you're like it's plenty of light in here not How enough was out in the back Jocelyn, that's not relevant. It's recording right now. I'm going to leave all this in. And Beard, just so you know, Sam, for some reason, brought his hand up to the Zoom thing. So that's why we were addressing that. I'm not cutting this out. I ain't got time. But I want to wrap it up on um, something a little bit more lighthearted. I'm glad we went there, though. This was a good conversation. So finishing question. We're going to end on this one. So how do men bond? And then how do you guys think females bond? Like, what, do, what kind of activities and ways do we grow closer to our friends? I'm going to let you guys start because I know, obviously, what we do. I think as far as gender, I think we bond the same. I just think we have different um, mediums in which we bond. And I don't want to say... Uh, Generally speaking, we have different mediums, but I think the bonding is the same. I mean, you guys have your girl nights, wine nights, you have your coffee dates or whatever that you guys do, your little events that you guys have that will allow you guys to be together to talk about whatever's going on in your life. Men do the same thing. If it's golfing, if it's gaming, if it's it's all the same. I just think the bonding aspect that we have in our close circles is the same. I just think the mediums in which we bond are also subjective to the groups of people and, you know, the things that you're into that are what, that's different. But I think the bonding, it's, it's the same thing. 
yeah okay maybe not the word bonding i wanted to know what kind of activities like that you guys do versus maybe what we would do like we kind of talked about like how you guys will play video games and they'll have a headset on and pretty much it's just like guys talking on the phone except for girls will just talk on the phone like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we'll game yeah it'll be the same then right game we'll we'll game um we talk on the well. I talk with Jay. Jay and I talk on the phone all the time, but we're um, best friends, and I'm comfortable because I really do love him. He's like my brother. So, like me oh, talking to him on the phone is not it's not the same as what other guys do. Like other guys won't. Other oh. guys and a lot of guys don't have the same relationship that he and I have. Relation <laughs> has actually gotten better since I left my job because I think. Well, I don't know. I, we still talk all the time when we're working, but we're we're tasked to do something, so we're off doing our thing. I think that separation of work has allowed us to have better conversation, deeper conversation, because we don't see each other every day. So um, I think there's more to talk about. There are more things that are happening that we don't know what's going on. So I think that helps. But you know, we, me and Sam, I wish we each other more. for. I wish we talked more. Hey man, I, if we're not golfing, so we golf. We used to game online, and I call him on the phone. You know, those are our means of communicating. Oh, yeah, those are good ones though. Golfing, I see you guys golf yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's good because yeah. a lot of men, I feel like bond on bad stuff. So like, what do you? Like, oh, okay. Oh, there's not a lot of genuine with the men, like bonds, I should say. It's so more... men just smoke weed and bond, Jocelyn? I get what oh. she's saying, though, because, like, a lot of people from our hometown, like, they would get together and smoke and just talk, but they wouldn't actually have real conversations. Yeah. Like, we kind of would. Like, it would just be, like, just mainstream. Okay, well, now we're done smoking. Let's just go home type thing. No, like, no, 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 no. Well, like, I think... Of course, you're gonna smoke or drink with your friends. Cool, but at least me and my friends, we could, like, sit there, be on those things, and have some good conversation. So right. it's like, we talk about the real-life stuff where I know these girls. I know what's going on. I know everything going on right. with them. Right. You know, you know, we're in tune. I'm in tune with my friends and what's going on. But yeah, so that's good. You guys golf and stuff. We love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Have a little hobby. Yeah, yeah I think that um, <laughs> I, I think it also kind of depends on how comfortable you are with that person. Right. Uh, yeah. Maybe some conversations you wouldn't have with somebody you just met. But I can say with the people that I know, Sam, our friend or our brother, really, Ramel, there are a lot of people in our in our circle that we have deep conversations. Yeah, there might be drink. Yeah, there might be smoke that's involved. But we're going deep into stuff that um, I think usual men wouldn't talk about. But um, I think that's just that comfortability with who you're with. So it's very easy, at least for me it is, to talk more into other topics instead of just surface level stuff. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this was good. Yeah. I, I mean, we kind of addressed what women do, but I guess apparently it's not really that different. 
Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah, what I is mean, it that you guys could, do? We could do a lot of stuff together. I guess girls could, there's a lot of stuff like they yeah. were saying, like coffee shops or shopping or brunch. Going nails. to go get your nails, nails done. Yeah. I was about to say, brunch, you all be bonding. I see the. I see yeah, things. we be we see y'all. Y'all y'all love food. Y'all should take us to go Damn. eat. Y'all seem to eat we more than we do. We've been invited. Hey, the, the trying to reach out and hang out with Jr. I feel the same way. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, hey, wow. Hey, I got a second that too, Jay. I'm with them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm on that back. All right. Big time. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. We'll you gotta you gotta get schedule an appointment with this dude. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, shoot. You looked him busy. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is communicate. You know what I'm saying? You got that B&B, just, just <laughs> Oh. Oh, so. So we haven't been. Commu- okay. Let's, let's wow. go ahead and wrap this up before we're going to go there. <laughs> but, yeah, any anything else according to the show, Jay? Uh, no, we appreciate uh, you three having us on your show. We feel very honored. Uh, very grateful, very fortunate to be on Society Talks. We appreciate Amen. it, and we hope that we can come back. Amen. As Amen. You no, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you guys. So now I'm going to wrap up the show and give a, a loud shout out to Black and Tan for joining. You guys are great. You guys have great things to say. People need to check out their YouTube channel. Let Let the people know where they can find you. Hit him with the digits, Jay. Hit him. Uh, 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 um, www.theblackandtanshow.com. Or you can find us on YouTube. Type in the search box, The Black and Tan Show. Don't or on IG the, at The Black the, and Tan Show. Come follow us, the, you know. A little subscribe, like, comment. We're to help us out quite a bit. And, uh, and you should do the same for Society Talks yes. on all podcast streaming platforms. Can you leave a review? Leave a comment. It helps people, okay? Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And um, seriously, tap into the Black and Tan show. They do have great content and um, entertaining videos. So, Good guys, good guys. With that, that's a wrap. Bye.